Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Uncle Strip. Today, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite things ever, shoes. So we got our shoe game going, and uh, I'm going to introduce you to my associate co-worker friend, Ms. Brittany. Go ahead and introduce yourself. What's up, guys? My name is Brittany, and I'm Finance's Assistant Manager at Shoe Palace. And uh, so just give them a little background information, like... Uh, where you're from, where you grew up, and uh, just kind of how you got to where you are now. Okay, so I grew up in San Antonio, Texas, um, from San Antonio. Um, I grew up on the south side of San Antonio, and I got into the shoe game when I was about, maybe about 12 years old. My grandpa bought me my first pair of Jordans when I was in fifth grade because I was in basketball. And ever since then, my shoe game has been getting crazier and crazier. <laughs> 12? That's early. Yes, sir. I don't think I, I didn't get into, like, sophomore year of college. Really? Yeah, I was late. That's crazy. And I, I, I don't know. I wasn't into, like, I used to wear shoes from, like, Rue 21, like $20 shoes that would just fall apart. I was, <laughs> I was just wearing anything. All bad. So before we get into the 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 shoe stuff, um, how did you get uh, how did you get into shoe palace? Um, actually, I just applied. I applied as a part timer and I got the job. And then, uh, how long did you work as part timer before you got the AM? I let's see, Lynn. maybe about six months. I was a part timer. Oh, that's not long. No, not long at all. Okay, and then, and then, uh, how long have you been AM? I've been in AM for let's see, eight months. Eight months. So you so about a about a year and a half at Shoe Palace total. Yes, I'll be a year as an AM in June. June. Yes, sir. Oh, right now. So was that was. Was this your plan A? Was it your plan B, C? Like, what what was your, like, what was, I know you do have, uh, this isn't your only job. So, like, right. where where was this on your list of um, jobs? Or just why? Like, was it career-wise? No, it wasn't career-wise. I just applied because I, it was, at the time, it was so hard to get shoes, right? Because you yeah. had the raffles and stuff. And honestly, the reason I applied was because the Jordan 1 Mochas were coming out. And I was like, hey, I want that shoe. Uh -huh. You know, I was like, maybe if I apply to shoe store, I'll be able to get my pair. Right? So I applied yeah. and I got hired, but I wasn't able to get the shoe because I had just started. Just started. The shoe had just came out. I didn't know how their regulations work. Right. You know? Yeah. So honestly, this was just a job for fun. Just like, yeah. It was just like a little side hustle. Yeah, a little side hustle. Yeah. You know? Um, so now, uh, speaking on the whole, you didn't know. Now I know. So the rest of these questions, me and you both know. So we're we're gonna tell them to to the people listening. Talk about how this the shoe industry work. 
And I want you to talk on it from a customer side and from an employee side. Because you know how, like, we got people that come in thinking they can buy the original 85 Jordan 1s at our, it's like they came out in 85. Right. They don't understand that once that shoe's gone, it's gone. It's gone. Right. So can you just talk about how, like, the shoe game works? I mean, so basically, when a shoe comes out, right, you have to go into the stores to see when they're doing the raffle for that shoe. So let's say if a shoe's going to come out in May, right, and it comes out May the 16th, we usually do the raffle the week before it comes out, which would be a Tuesday. So you would come in, you would fill out a ticket, and then if we pull your ticket, you win the shoe, basically. And let me rephrase that when I say win, because a lot of people think that, like, we pulled your ticket, you're going to get the shoe for free. No, you still have to pay for the shoe. Right. You just have an advantage a of... A guaranteed Yes, a guaranteed pair, basically. I mean, nowadays, and I just feel like the shoe game is getting harder and harder. Like, from a customer's perspective, it's hard to get a shoe because thousands of other people want that exact same shoe. Now, it may not be for, like, their personal, but for resale, because mm -hmm. the resale game is crazy, you know? So, I mean, for, like, me being an assistant manager, it's still kind of hard <laughs> to get the shoe, you know, because people think, like, oh, you work at a shoe store, you're going to get first dibs. That is not the case at all. <laughs> yeah. So, it's basically, uh, you know, store manager has first dibs and then the AMs, and then the sales lead, and then the part-timers. But, like, let's just say we getting we get 10 pairs, only the store manager is able to get a, a shoe. They're guaranteed a shoe. Us AMs, we're not. So we got to go out and pay resale for the shoe that we want, basically. And uh, elaborate on what, re what reselling is and, like, resellers. So reselling is, is that a customer or somebody in general is buying a shoe and they're flipping it like let's just say the shoes 180 dollars right with tax comes out to like 190 um they're going and selling it for about 250 to 300 bucks depending on what the price is what the market is for that shoe um that's how much you're selling it for uh what was the other question uh i think that was it oh yeah because and so i also want to uh, throw out there the reason why shoes are the reason why we have so you know like back in like 2015 16 you could get shoes on shelves oh, yes, sir. what happened the reason why you have to go through raffles to get these is because this is when reselling started to get big right right i, I mean i honestly the reason because i like i told finance i bought a pair of ones back in 2016 i could pull off and they were just sitting right so i want to say the resale started like maybe what 2018 yeah we're starting to blow up right, and people blow. were going buying four or five pairs of the shoes and that that's why they start because even though the raffle process is kind of a pain but it's the, the as fair as you can get it for giving people a shot right. of getting the shoe because even online you know people got bots yes that can buy hundreds of pairs at once before a regular person can get to it that's why the online is probably worse than in-person raffles in terms of being able to get the shoe. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's tough. Uh, but what would you say, and this is from 
I guess you could think of this from a customer trying to get a shoe mm -hmm. and also just from working. What's the toughest part about getting shoes or the shoe industry? I mean, the toughest part would probably have to be knowing somebody. I'm going to say, I'm going to say like knowing somebody who works at the shoes at a shoe store, because if I'm going to be quite honest with you, you know, if you don't know somebody, you're most likely not going to get picked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we get the same people all the time to come and fill out tickets all the time. Like every Tuesday, they're there to fill out tickets. A lot of people don't know about these raffles. You know, the shoe comes out, what, let's say Saturday and they're calling Thursday, Friday, like, hey, so how, how can we get a shoe? Like, is it first come first serve? And I'm like, no, we already did the raffle. The it's raffle was just, yeah, yeah, that was this past Tuesday. Like, you know, you're a little late. So, I mean, as a customer, it's really hard because there's parents who come in who their kid just genuinely wants a shoe. That knows nothing about the shoe game. They just want the shoe. They saw it online. They liked it. And they're trying to get it for their kid. And it sucks because we can't help them because it's all raffle. You right. know, and there's so many resellers who's, you know, who come in and bring their family, like their spouse, their grandma, their aunt, their uncle, their brother, their sister to fill out tickets. So they're, they're basically expanding, you know, their chance to win. The yeah, it's, a, it's a loophole in the system. Exactly. And most of the time I've seen it from my own eyes. They most likely get the shoe. Yeah. Like they get like three or four pairs because they won their aunt won, you know, their dad won and their brother won. And it sucks because, you know, a lot of people tend to like, Oh, that's not fair, you know. But how are we supposed to know that they're related in any way? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, like you were saying, as a customer, I would be, like, upset. It's hard, you know. I would I would personally rather do, do it through an app. But even then, it's like, Finance was saying, a lot of people do bots now. And I personally don't know how to work a bot at all whatsoever. Oh, I have no <laughs> idea how they do it. Exactly. So, you know, just kind of got to go with the win you either take an L or you take a W okay and so now what would you say what now on the flip side of that what's the best part about uh let's just do from an employee standpoint because pretty much the rest of this conversation is the best part of shoes and that's like shoes but like what would you say what's the best so what's your favorite part about working in like the shoe retail industry i mean honestly it's to help the customers i love selling shoes whether it's like a jordan one a new balance adidas reebok you know whatever type of shoe it is i just love selling right you know so i'm gonna say that's the best part of the shoe game i mean second of all obviously to get the shoes you yeah. know we have you know first dibs of getting whatever shoe comes out or whatever shoe we're going to get at our store, you know? So I would say the best part is helping customers. Okay. My, my answer is a little more selfish, but I was going to say. <laughs> I know what you're going to say, Finest. What do you think I was going to say? About getting shoes. You get first dip. Kind of. I mean, that, that, yeah, that, but I was going to say, honestly, it's the deals on the accessories. Okay. Because I'm not going to lie. I was talking to Paul today. Mm -hmm. 
uh, I think our best deal are socks. You get right. four pair of socks for nine dollars. And you know, I wear I'm wearing them right now. Ladies and gentlemen, as we speak, I'm wearing our shoe palette socks. I love our socks. Yeah. So and that and then like I obviously it's access to anybody, so it's not like I have exclusive access to it. But the socks cleaner, we have cleaners for five dollars. Right. We got proofer for five dollars. <laughs> so to me, honestly, that's my favorite part is that I just know about them because I work there. Right. Versus a lot of people don't know. Like when we're trying to sell them, people, you know, like today I sold a cleaner. I was like, uh, he he had bought uh he had bought the dunk highs we we have. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was all white. And I was like, you want some proofer for it? It's five dollars. It's five they're five dollars. Like, yeah, he's like, yeah, throw it on there. Like people just don't know. Right. But, you know, I know what's on sale, and you know, we kind of know what's on sale so we can also get like when we the nike shorts when they go on sale or whenever a shirt goes on sale that we we're keeping our eye on because we know they're going to go on sale eventually exactly when they go on sale bet we get them that's that's kind of my favorite part that's what i said next to obviously the shoes shoes. yeah i mean yeah you're probably right about that i mean i'm not so much of a apparel person i don't really care about my clothes so much you know, I dress myself according to, like, what shoes I'm going to wear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'll throw on a white paint tee or a white paint black tee, you know, yeah. my outfit. Yeah. You know? So, but, I mean, yeah, you're right. The shirts, the shorts. Yeah. The first dibs. Um, yes, uh, uh, yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. But now, now, we're getting into the good stuff. So, what is how do I work this? What's your system? Like I feel like when it comes to sneakerheads, everybody has their system or everybody has that way of getting the shoe they want. Let's say it's not retail, because at this point, you're probably doing most most of your shoes are probably coming from resale, I would assume. For the About, most part. Yes, for the most part, yes. So like what's your process? I'm like, do you have a guy? Do you have apps that you go to? Do you compare your apps versus your guide? What's your process for getting shoes? So um, I have a shoe plug. I'll be okay, honest. So you got you got a guy. Yes, I got a guy. Um, he lets me know what he's gonna get, and if I want it, I'll buy it. Just depending, like I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, sometimes these resellers, you know, they know I'm a manager for a shoe store, so they try to like, you know, well, if I give you the shoe, I'll give it to you for retail if you can get me. Yeah, a shoe that's coming they out. Try yeah, you, they, you know, they try to get a deal. But yeah, I have a shoe plug. Uh, he looks me up all the time. Not gonna say his name or anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I do that. My it's, it's it's what I think it is, right? Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of people. Who, well, we'll 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 talk off here. Yeah. Uh, so so you don't so you don't ever get like Go or StockX. No, I have never. Really? I've never ordered Go or StockX. My Billy Eilish's are from uh, Go. I remember you telling me. Yeah. I'm just like, ugh, you know. I'm but just... I'm not going to, I wasn't upset because for some reason, the Billy Eilish's, I think I got them for 150 mm-hmm. So I got them pretty much retail. Um, and they were one of the only women's shoes that had a 13 and a half. Because um, most, you know, women's shoes don't go up. They that only high. go up to a 12 right. in women's. Uh, but I've taken so many L's. But on Go, now what I've started to do instead of stock X, I go to Goat because you can get them used mm-hmm. and they show the picture. So if they're not crazy, like if they're still in good condition, they'll be $100 cheaper right. than like brand new uh, resale. Like dead stock, right. Yeah, yeah, dead stock. 
with people that listen, that stock is a shoe that somebody's bought to resell that has not been worn ever. That's that stock. Um, Flight Club is another app that's kind of like Go, but I think Flight Club's a little better. I like Flight Club better because I don't know. I mean, I heard stories about Goat where people order shoes from Goat and they end up being fake. Really? Yeah. So, I, I mean, ever since I heard that, I was just like, you know, I'm not going to take my chances at all. Does, does Goat verify? I would have thought they would I don't verify. know if they verify. Because the Billy Eilish's I got were dead. I didn't buy them used. I bought them dead stock. But I know Goat, I think Goat is a little better because they do their authentic, authentication. And I know Flight Club does too. It comes with a tag. I, I don't know how good the their system is, right. but it comes with a tag saying that this has been verified as a legit Jordan or whatever. Right. But I mean, you talking about the L's I've taken paying resale <laughs> on those shoes? But, I mean, it has to be a shoe that I really want for me to pay resale. Yeah. You know, it ha- I like what people don't have. You know. So yeah. I would, the, I would. I'm willing to pay up there, but like I said, it has to be a shoe that's. No one's, you're not going to see nobody wearing it, you know? Right, yeah. Like, something like uh, the Rebellionaires coming out. Yes, sir. There's a rumor. I don't know if it's true. They're only making 8,000 pairs. What? They're only making it. That's a rumor. It has not been, fa- uh, I haven't been able to fact check it, but apparently, I don't know if it was some people at Nike, but there's somebody that leaked it. Only 8,000 pairs being made. So. Right. If you can get them, you if you have opportunity to get them, you gotta get them. <laughs> Eight thousand in the entire world. Oh, definitely. I mean, um, but speaking of paying resale, I was talking to my buddy yesterday at the gym, and somebody had the the mellows on the mm-hmm. red and um, the, the red and neon, the two different colors. Yeah, the pink and green. Yeah, yeah, yeah pink and green. He was hooping in them. I was like, bro, bro. I would never. <laughs> And then my buddy was like, they're hooping shoes, though. I was like, get that. Jordans, they were, they're all hooping shoes, technically. Right. Right. And Scotty Pippers are hooping shoes, but people don't really hoop in them. People do. But, you know, for the most, especially like ones, that's not, but Jordan hooping ones. Mm-hmm. But I was telling him how I would never pay resale for a shoe I want to hoop in. Because he probably got those resale. And he's out there hooping. So you're paying three fifty, four hundred. Mm-hmm. I'd never pay resale for shoes. I would hoop it. <laughs> I don't think I would ever pay full price for hooping shoes. I all I I think to this day any hooping shoe I've had, I either got them for free when I played uh when I played ball in Missouri, we got some Paul Georges for free, and then the Donovan Mitchells I had, I got them uh, discounted. Mm-hmm. So I only paid sixty bucks for. Them. I've never bought a hooping shoe full price. Because I run to the ground. There's a giant, almost a gash on my Paul George's. I run up to the ground. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's crazy. So that's just with that. But I, I see guys hooping in. Cool, I saw them hooping in Cool Bear 11s and the Bread 11s. I was like, fam, dude. Yeah, I would never I would never uh, play ball in my 11s. I do have a pair of Kobe's, the Grinches. I, bought, I actually bought those at SneakerCon in Dallas last year in 2021 and i paid up there i'm not gonna lie i paid 450 for them 450 450 dollars and you're, you're not gonna hoop in them are you no i'm not hooping in yeah. them but i do wear them i wear them to work around december around christmas time okay, i brought yeah. them out for the first time but i probably won't bring them out again until december. next christmas yeah. yes so. i got you now do you have a cleaning process for your shoes 
I'm be honest, I don't. I don't clean my shoes. You don't clean I your don't shoes. I don't clean my shoes. I wear them. When I get home, I take them off, put them back in the box, put them away. Now, let's say, for example, I'm going to wear them again, you know, like two, three months later, and I see they're dirty. All right, I'll. You just, you'll you touch know, them yeah, up. Yeah, I'll touch them but up. But you don't clean them every time. You... I, no, I do not. Maybe. I know you do, though. Yeah, every, I will, so that wall right there, those, the my drawers right there, the ones I wore today, mm-hmm. that's where I put all my shoes for the week. And on Sunday or Monday, I clean them all before I put them back in their box. I I don't know why. Well, I know why, but right. That's just my process. I got because I, I want to wear them as long. I want to wear them as long as possible, but keep them clean. Keep them clean. Because like uh, my you remember my all white uh Air Force mids, right? I've had those since twenty fifteen. They are in pretty good shape. Yeah, they are. And they're my beaters. Those are my beaters. And I keep them white. Yeah. But that's just my process, just because I want them to, I don't know. I mean, I have some LeBrons that I bought back in 2015. They're LeBron soldiers or whatever. They're still in good shape. Yeah, they're in good shape. Before, I used to take care of my shoes. But I just have so many. I'm just like, ugh. That that might be the difference, too. I don't have that many yet. (laughs) Because when I didn't have a lot, I I had to because I didn't have a. I didn't uh I didn't have a big enough rotation. Right. So I was wearing, you know, the same shoes every week basically. That uh, makes sense. But that brings me to how big is the collection? So I counted before I left. I probably have about 72 pairs. I also have some in my car that I did not count. So I want to say maybe like 75 altogether. Not that big because trust me, I have colleagues you know a couple of my old store managers who have 100 to 200 pairs so my collection is nothing but still 75 is i feel like once you get like past once you get past 40 it's like all right you're you got like a serious collection i feel like once you get past 40 regardless it's 40 pair of shoes i mean i honestly probably could have more but along my shoe palace career i've traded you know, Trade. or I've sold shoes that I'm just like, eh, I'm not wearing them no more. Yeah, or whatever. I gotta get rid of them. Yeah. So. Uh, do you wear all of them? I have a couple that are still dead stock. And I probably won't wear them until probably next year. Next year. So are you, the, do you, are you the ones that wait? Yes. Or you wait for the right time to wear your shoes? Right. I wait for the right time and the right outfit. Right outfit. And the, depending on the occasion. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I don't. The only whenever I get a new shoe, I just I the only thing I have to figure out is where I'm going to put them in the rotation. Mm-hmm. Which so I mean, like when I bought the diamond, when I got the diamond shorts, mm-hmm. I ended up wearing them. Like the next day, you know. It was Saturday, so like the next, it was maybe four days later. Four no, it was a week later because I yeah oh, that, okay. but I didn't work every day. But right. it was that next Saturday. So it made me, it made, to me, it seemed like you worked there. Yeah. The but I, I just throw them in the rotation, and then when I get to them, I get to them. Because I have, like, a assistant, what you would call it. Uh, what's, the, what's the dream shoe? Right now, I'm still trying to go after the Jordan 1 Mocha. You still haven't got the Mocha? I still have not. You were just talking about how you're going to get the Mochas last week. I was supposed to get them, and they just did not come through. I found them online. I ordered them, and I never received the package. 
So I did lose out on like three hundred dollars. Oh, you got yes. you got gypped. Yes, I lost out on money. I mean, total was like that I paid for them was like six hundred and eighty-two dollars. And they just like, never showed up. They just never showed up. Why so are you I, not mad? I am mad. I'm just you know <laughs> I'm like I'm upset. I'm just not showing. You know, like. It was a Dang. lesson learned, basically. That's why I don't trust, like, go yeah. But I didn't order it on Go or Stop. I'm was not going to say where I ordered it, but, you know, because... Was uh, it, but was it, like, a person that was selling online, or was it a website? Let's just say this guy, he basically runs, like, his own company, and he sells to, like, celebrities and stuff. Like, celebrities buy off of him, yeah. you know? So I legit trusted. Right, right. It looked but, legit. Right. But, I mean, like, he, when you order from his website, it does say, like, I'm not responsible for, like, loss. Like, he, when you order from his website, it does say, like, I'm not responsible for, like, lost, stolen packages. Yeah. Uh, you're ordering at your own risk. So I'm not sure if it just got to my house. and Oh, something, something happened. Yes. Or maybe, like, the fucking FedEx driver took it. I'm not sure. But, you know. Hey, whatever. I got gypped once. Uh, it was, I'm not going to say the name, but it was this Instagram account. And again, it looked legit. Because mm-hmm. uh, I actually talked to somebody that had ordered from uh, from him before. And they're like, yeah, like I actually, I've gotten a couple pairs from this person. And the person I talked to that bought it, I knew that person. Like, I had a, um, I knew that person. Right. So like, I, we, yeah, we knew each other. I trusted. I was like, okay, bet. And they showed me, they showed me the shoes. I was like, oh, you got those from them? All right, bet. So I went online. He was selling. This isn't my dream shoe, but it's. I've been wanting to get this shoe forever. It's the shattered backboards, but it's the 3.0s, I think. So it's the black with the orange. And he was, it was some deal he was running or whatever. They weren't, it wasn't stupid cheap. You know, it's not like he was like, oh, I'll give them to you for 110. Right. But it was like, I think he said for size 12, he'd give me it for like 280 or something like that, 250. Still not bad. So I was like, yeah. So I was like, okay. You know, they got. I'm thinking Nars legit because that's about. It's a little less than resale. So whatever, whatever, yada yada yada. Fast forward, never get the shoes. I would be upset. I was sick. I was sick to myself. Never got the shoes. I talked to the dude, uh, the other person that bought from. I was like, bro, what's up? So like, I don't know. He uh, he could get in touch with him. So I was like, bro, I was hot. You got robbed. I got robbed. <laughs> And there's there nothing I could do about it because it was just an Instagram account. And it was all like, it was through, like, not a website. Was, okay, just cash at me the money and I'll send me your address. Right. And I, I mean, when I was doing it, I was like, I don't know. But I was like, my buddy ordered from him, So I should be good. Mm-hmm. Never got my shoes, bro. See, I wouldn't even be able to, like, I, if my friends are like, oh, yeah, I bought shoes off of this person, like, they're legit, I would have to, like, know that person you know what I mean like no, I would I no. wouldn't be able to just because my friend said hey you know they're legit yeah. I can't go off of that especially in the sneaker game like oh, for yeah. a pair of shoes definitely not I'm definitely not gonna trust them at all whatsoever like I need to see their page I need to see if they're running a store like what's their what's the deal you almost gotta it's almost gotta be an in-person transaction nowadays right almost but even then I've heard stories like of in-person like just the other day I was talking to this guy you know and he was telling me that he sells usually like on offer up, right? He's a reseller. Mm-hmm. He sells on offer up and they agree on the price. Then when they meet, they're trying to lowball him. And he's just like, no, bro. Like, call me when you have the yeah. full amount of what I'm asking for. Like, you're wasting my time. You- yeah, but I'd rather be that though. Because with the in-person, 
there's no fraud. So when you get there and it's like, so let's say I was going to buy, let's say my dream shoes, the UNC off-white ones, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you had them and I was going to buy them. All, if it was online or whatever, whatever, you could, I could send you the money and you could just be gone. But at least in person, let's say I'm bringing cash, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm bringing, let's just say, I mean, they're going for like 8,000 now. But let's just say you said, you get me a deal, you'll give them to me for 5,000. I'll bring 5,000 cash. When I get there, you're like, no, I have to do all this extra stuff for 6,000. I can at least go no and walk away with all my money. Right. So I feel like it, and then obviously meet up in a public place with people around. Right, right for sure. But yeah. I mean, even then, you you see like videos or you know other sneakerheads who've gotten robbed. Yeah. In person, like you know that's crazy to me. It's I, tough. Yeah, it is tough. It's a it's a lose lose. Or in that, yeah. But uh, what's your what's your favorite shoe to wear on special occasions, and what's your favorite shoe to wear like with a normal fit, or what's the shoe you wear the most often? That's not your beater, though. Not your beater shoe. What's she wear most often? What's your favorite to wear? Like, you got a special occasion and you want to wow. You throw those shoes on. I mean, let's see. My favorite shoe right now to wear, it would probably be the dunks. The any type of dunks. Oh, any type of dunks? Any type of dunks, yes. Um, if I want to impress somebody, like, wow, it would probably be maybe the Jordan 1. And it would probably be the patent breads. Ooh, okay. Yes, that shoe I have. I have two pairs, by the way. Oh I, yeah. I paid resale for one, and then obviously I got the yeah retail. One my, yeah, retail. But it would probably be the patent breads. They're both dead stock still. I'm not gonna bring them out until maybe like next year. Really? Like 2023. Really? I've already worn mine twice. I see. I saw <laughs> that, but I'm I'm definitely not gonna wear mine because I feel like. That sneaker is also like the Jordan 1 Mocha. Oh, I yeah. Mean, because the Jordan 1 Mocha right now is really high. It's like $700. Yeah. And I feel like eventually the pan bread will oh, get yeah. there. They're, they're, they're knocking on 400 already, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they're up there. Last time I checked, they were about 280 290 in my size. Because I'm a GS size, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I checked, I think the other day, and I think a 12, a size 12 was like, uh, was it 380? Yeah, something like that. It's getting up there. Oh, I'm uh, I'm pretty sure, like, around fall time, like, maybe September, October, November, they're going to be pushing around 500, 600. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Solid, solid investment. Uh, solid investment. Uh, I forgot. I lost my train of thought again. <laughs> lost my train of You're thought. You're always losing your train of thought. I know. Uh... So I asked asked you the, oh, this is not my train of thought, but a different one. What, uh, your brands, like, do you, are you a Nike Jordan only? You got, do you have Adidas? I have a little bit of everything in my collection. I mean, the most I have right now would probably be Jordans, obviously, Mm -hmm. but I have everything. I have Nike Prestos. Adidas Ultra Boost. Uh, what else do I got? Obviously, I got like the Jordan Ones. I have Nike Dunks. I have some LeBrons. I have some Kyrie Irvings. I have some Kevin Durant's. 
Um, I mean, maybe like one pair of view ballots, but for the most part, my collection would be Jordan. Jordan. Um, any any shoes you got your eye on, like either coming out soon or this year, that you might try to get? Uh, well, honestly, there's a lot of shoes coming out this year, towards the end of the year. Uh, let's see. Would probably one shoe I'm looking at right now is a Jordan Three. It's a woman's exclusive. I think it is called. Let's look. I just saw it earlier. It's like a pink, but a little bit of brown in it. Kind of looks like a mocha type. Uh, uh, you know, I missed out on this. I almost got the sale for us. The off-white sale. Mm -hmm. Where'd you get them? Where were you uh, going? The sneakers at, right? No, hear me out now. Mm -hmm. you, gave me, you gave me that look. <laughs> so... The drop was supposed to be at like eight in the morning, something like that, right? right. I set my alarm 10 minutes before the drop because it was like early in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm going to get these shoes. I felt it in my bones. I was going to be, I was like, I was going to win, right? right? So I was going to get there. And I, you know, you got to refresh it to every, <laughs> right? And as soon as you it drops, you hit the bot, right? I wait, tell me why. I set my alarm. I double checked the time. I wake up, they moved the drop date by an hour. It moved it up an hour. So when I woke up, I missed it by 50 minutes. Oh. I was sick to my stomach. That is crazy. I did not know they could do that. It, well, I mean, okay. obviously, you know. I was you... sick to my stomach. Mm, I would be very upset. They had my size and everything. I looked, they was going to have a 13 and a half. Pretty sure. So you were saying 13 and a half? And women, because it's a women's oh, shoe. Oh, you're right, you're right. Yeah. This mm. is my first off-white shoe. And you know, off-white, if you get a retail, it's an you're immediate, winning. it's a, yeah, it's an immediate win. They go, especially now, they go for thousands. Oh, sick. I mean, obviously we got the Jordan 1 Chicago coming out again this year. Oh yeah, that's right. And that's one shoe that I really want to get because I don't, if I can recall, I don't have a a Jordan one that has like red, white, or black. You know, really, really. Huh. So this would be my first ever. Well, besides the patents. Oh yeah, besides the patents. But you know, I want some white in mine. Yeah, some white. Yeah, there's yeah. So I'm pretty excited for that shoe as well. But uh, there's so much heat coming out. Uh, Georgetown's coming out soon. Obviously, the Rebellionaires. Mm -hmm. Um. I believe the Cardinal Sevens as well. That's coming out. There's also a uh, a comfort, a Zoom comfort coming out. I believe I put on my story. Yeah, the per uh, they're purple and white. Oh, those are nice. I believe they're women's. Got a couple of dunks as well coming out. A lot of dunks, actually, I should say. Oh, those are clean. Yeah, they're called like the Heritage. It's almost like a reverse Chicago. So those, those are some things you got on your radar? Yes, I also saw these threes. Uh, I mean, honestly, I think they're going to be a men's only exclusive because it doesn't say, usually when, you know, they post, it says like men's, grade school, preschool, taller, and 
it's this just one saying just men's. just men's so i'm a little disappointed because i love the colorway it's like a jordan three. Oh yeah yeah that is nice but you know i'm really excited for that jordan one and those jordan three the woman's i'm trying to find the name of it right now i also saw that uh the jordan 11 well, obviously, we know holiday release is going to be the, what, Cherry, right? Jordan 11 Cherry? I have no idea. But there's they also um, said they're going to drop another Jordan 11, Midnight Navy. Uh, that's going to come out Black Friday. Retail, though, is going to be 225 Like before tax? Before tax. So after tax, I mean, with tax, you're looking about maybe 243 Well, the cool grades when they dropped in December of last year, 2021, men's were 243 and grade school were 200. Wait, that was including tax though for grade school, because I believe they were like 180 with tax come out to 200 even. Oh my goodness. And I heard this year grade school is going up, they're Jordan 11, so they're going to be 220. That's not including tax. So, I mean, I don't know what. That, that's, that's breaking my pockets right there. I don't know if I could do that. And it, what the reason why that makes it, the reason why that is makes everything fall apart is because so once retails you're talking 200, 220, 230. If you don't get them retail, you're gonna you have to pay arm and leg resale. Cause that that because normally when Jordan's like usually when depending on the Jordan, when they drop their 170, 180 for retros mm-hmm. for ones. The resale off rip is usually like 230, 240, 250 ish. Now, if the starting price is 230, you're paying 300 off rip. You're talking about a week later, <laughs> it's going to be 300. Right. It's going to be ridiculous. I mean, honestly, I, well, now, I, like if I go on off rip and just look at some shoes, People are trying to do crazy amounts. Like, you know, if they got a Jordan 1, like, for example, the Patent Breads, you know, when they first came out, people were charging, like, the highest I saw was 400 and the GS size, grade two Oh, size. GS? Yes. I was like, whoa, I would not pay 400 And then it, they don't get any cheaper either. Yeah, so once, that, once the price creeps, it's like a stock. Once that price creeps up, but with the shoes... They don't go down unless there's like a massive restock. But on a lot of these shoes that they don't have massive restocks. Except for the Panda Dunks. That's uh shoe has been restocking like crazy. And did you uh the Cool Gray Elevens, they they made uh they sold over uh I think they made over eleven uh eleven, over a million pairs. I think it's the most pairs of a Jordan that they've ever produced. But, but they somehow they somehow find a way to make the supply low and keep the demand high. Even though they made millions of them, because we got we got restocked what, two or three times on those. I'm gonna say it was probably like three times. Yeah. But I, which makes sense though, because Jordan Elevens they're always the higher, like they always produce more pairs. Really? Than, yeah. Jordan 11 is always the one that like comes out. Like they'll make like, let's just say millions of pairs versus like a Jordan 3 where they only made like. You think it's because people actually hoop in the 11s? They're, out of all the Jordans, I think they're probably the most, you know, the most uh, comfortable probably to hoop in. 
Out of all the Jordans I see people hooping, it's usually an 11. I feel like that might, maybe, I don't know, might be why they make so many because people are copying them. I know people that really have a pair to hoop in and then they have a pair that, an extra yeah, <laughs> just to have like with the fit. Right. I have, I'm not going to lie, I also have two pairs of Cougars. The Cougars? Yes. I have two bears. You, um, you hooping in one of them? No, sir. I, do not. <laughs> I don't think I ever will. Either way, I just wanted two pairs. Like, so one I could rock now, you know, and then one I could bring out like 10 years Way later down, bro. And, and yeah, still like, fresh. Yes. Yeah. But I heard that's bad as well. Like, you can't do that because the glue starts coming undone, you know. I heard, I heard as long as you wear them every now and then, because I was watching something on YouTube. And this guy was explaining because he had a Jordan 4. And it was dead stock. And, you know, if you rub that sole, it starts to crumble. Mm -hmm. And he said it's because if you don't wear them, that material doesn't have the ability to compress and hold its form. So he was saying you actually wearing your shoes to make them last longer because, obviously, the weight of you wearing them gets that material to compress. So it's able to hold its form and it won't crumble. That's what he was saying. So, uh, yeah. I guess we'll have to see. And it's also uh, not all of the Jordans have that material in the sole. So, like, it's that, I forget the name of the material. Uh, Jerry had told me, but it's only, like, the the fours, I think the threes, and, like, maybe two other Jordans that use that material that crumbles. But he said a Jordan 1 sole would never fall apart like that because it's made with that, uh, it's made with that rubber, not that, like, almost like a styrofoam kind of. That's crazy. I'm about to look that up right now as we speak because I've never heard that. Yeah, you say like. I mean, I've heard from other people like say like you don't wear your shoes. Obviously, it's gonna come undone. Yeah, crumble. Yeah. But that's crazy. Yeah, because it was like because uh yeah, dude was like wear your shoes. It started. I think you start tried to start a hashtag of hashtag wear your shoes because it makes them last longer. Right. And I don't think you say you need to wear them that often, but like just have just so they can get that. That firmness. I mean, that makes sense. But that's crazy. I'm probably going to go take my shoes out of the box right now. <laughs> just, like, just stand it on for a little bit. Because I definitely don't want that to happen to my shoes. I mean, they weren't cheap, for one. And then I'm pretty sure, you know, they're going to be hard to get in my size. Eventually, oh, later yeah. down the road. Oh, I want to make an announcement to listeners that don't know how the shoe industry works. Just to save you guys some time and some money, because time is money. If you're if you don't know anything about Jordans and you're looking for a Jordan, look up the year it came out. If it's 2022 and the shoe you're looking for came out in 2010, we don't have it. All right. I just want to make the announcement because somebody today came in. Looking for a Jordan that came out in 2016, thinking we were going to have them on shelves. It's like, first of all, if it's a retro, you're going to have to raffle, right? If it's a mid, which I'm a mid, I'm making known that I, I will rock some mids, even though they're frowned upon. Mid, you, you, though, you'll get them on shelves. Except for the diamond shorts where, depending, if they're special edition, they might be raffled. Otherwise, you find them on shelves. But if the shoe came out years ago, we don't have them. You're gonna have to pay resale for it. You have to. They're 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 all bought out. You have to pay resale. Somebody's gonna eventually have it, but you gotta do your research, like you know, eBay, StockX, yeah. all that. Or a resale store, but right. I feel like they're probably the priciest, huh? Uh, 
the resale shops that I've been to, some of them have good prices. Some of them are like, whoa. Way, way over? Yeah, like way over now. But, I mean, it makes sense, though, because they have a store. They got to make their money back yeah, they and gotta, make profit. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. Because, so, you, so obviously, I don't know how resale shops uh, work, but just um, taking what I know from what I know about running a business, I would assume that the prices that those shoes are going for is also dependent on what they pay for if they've got them resale, I would assume. Because I assume some of, a lot of those, because I've seen resale shops with a ton of shoes, right? And I would assume that not all of them, they got retail. So they had to have bought some of them resale. So if you bought a shoe 300 resale, you'd have to sell it for at least what, 350, 360. Right. To make a profit, a decent profit off of it, I would assume. Mm -hmm. And that might be why that 360 was like way over. I don't know. That's what I would assume if they bought it for resale. I mean, yes, you're right. But I mean, at the same time, I feel like most of these re resellers nowadays are just trying to get rich. Get rich quick? Yeah, they're just trying to get rich quick because, I mean, I personally, like, you know, sold some of my shoes that I didn't want no more. Like, one of them was dead stock. And um, the guy was offering me, like, 20 bucks over retail. I know damn well I was going to go put on a show for, like, 400 yeah i get that you know you got you got a store you gotta make it profit you know but really like 20 bucks or they'll charge they'll say they're gonna give you retail for it i've even had a couple guys offer me below retail and the shoe was dead stock it was a dunk if i could recall it was a it was a woman's dunk i think it was called the candy dunk had like different type of colors on it and i paid retail was like 90 95 dollars and so with tax come out to like 110, the guy was offering me like 80 bucks. Oh no. And you know, I was just like, no, bro. Like, come on now. I know you're gonna go put on your shelf for like 200. Right. Because that's usually around the price you'll see dunks are like 200. Yeah. Most I've seen on a dunk was probably like 340, but it was the panda dunk. Right. But right. honestly, I would not pay 340 for that type of dunk for a dunk like that because Nike seems to keep restocking that dunk. Something yeah. about that dunk that people are just crazy about. They keep restocking it. It makes sense. Makes sense. Well, B, this was pretty good. It's been a, yes, it's been a great cast, uh, ladies and gentlemen. If you didn't know much about the shoe industry or how getting shoes, especially you talking about Jordan, is probably the most sought after shoe in the world. <laughs> I mean, yeah. they're hard to get, but uh, I appreciate you for hopping on. Yes, sir. No problem. And, uh, hey, we'll have, we'll have more to come. So, ladies and gentlemen, y'all heard it here first. Uncle Strib, we'll catch you guys next time. I'm going to chase my